So I've got a story to tell you. I've had, for the longest time, the Reolink Argus camera and also had the EasyViz Trooper, Mini Trooper. And these are battery-operated cameras, and they have uh, the EasyViz just connects to your Wi-Fi. The the EasyViz has a base that looks like a caterpillar-like bug that connects to your Wi-Fi. That base also holds an SD card, which is kind of kind of cool. Now the real Link Argus just connects directly to your Wi-Fi, which makes it different and cool all in the same. So the reason I'm telling you a story about these cameras is because we've talked about these in past episodes before. So they're, I mean, they're nothing special. They are outdoor rated. They're waterproof, weatherproof. I've used them. They're, they're handy. They're very handy to throw in an area where you think you need some type of monitoring and one of the good cases is for Halloween. You can monitor uh, your pumpkins to make sure teenagers don't steal them and you know smash them in the streets and do silly things like that. So a couple of months ago, I was thinking I was thinking to myself, where where are these cameras? I need I need to use these cameras. So I obviously took them and I remember I remember them sitting out together, but I took both of them and put them somewhere. I don't know where. I just put them somewhere. I'm probably cleaning up for guests or something of that sort and didn't want, you know, some intrusive looking camera thing laying around to make people uncomfortable. So I put them in a drawer. I don't know what I did with them. They're lost. They're gone. Looked and looked and looked and looked. Cannot find them. Then one Monday morning, putting the kids on the bus and I get a notification on my phone and it says your real link Argus battery is running low. I didn't think about it for a sec. And then I was like, my battery's running low. It notified me. It's running. It has been running the whole time I've been looking for it. The whole time. So immediately I fire up the app and I know the battery's low. So I have a limited amount of time. The battery is low. I connected. I'm standing, trying to be standing in the middle of the house. I connected to the camera. Immediately, I do a screen grab because I'm thinking I can see something, but I don't know what it is. I need to screen capture it, and then I can analyze it in the future. So, okay, I've got that. Now, let's see if I can connect to the speaker and either make some noise or try to listen to it and kind of do that, you know, getting warm, you know, cold, 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 warm, you're getting warmer, you're getting warmer, you're getting hot, you know, kind of play that game with the camera, with the microphone and the speaker and see if I can find this thing. And I got about an entire 10 seconds of playing this game and it died. It's no longer with us, the battery is dead. So now it's time to get all kind of forensic on this photo. Now, I'll let maybe I can try to put this in the reset forums and you guys can look at this as well. It's not very telling. It would be nice if it showed like a window in a room or something, but it does not. What it looks like is it is inside something, like some sort of drawer or it is 
maybe laying sideways and behind something, shoved behind something. It looks like there's like a little hinge or something. It, it's I'll put I'll put a link to the photo in the reset form so you can all see this. I just thought how how stupid of me to file away a couple of cameras. You know, these things are worth at least a hundred dollars each, right? And I can't find them. I can't find them at all. <laughs> it's crazy. So there's no good ending to this story. It's just this is this is just typical for me. All right, more after the break. This is reset and can be found at mccabe.io. I'll be talking about anything that plugs in or takes batteries, mostly home automation, networking, home storage, and I'll be bringing some friends along. Reset was inspired by a bent paperclip that's sat on my desk for years. It reminds me that no matter how much we mess something up, there's usually a reset button. Let's get started. That was like possibly the most, I don't know, uninteresting story ever without a happy ending. I hope it has a happy ending after uh, after I can get out and look at it. Look for a little more. I've torn this house apart. Or honestly, I've torn this house apart. Thanks for hanging around. This is Reset. This is episode number 53. I'm your host, David McCabe. And you can uh, follow me on the Twitters at uh, it's, uh, McCabe.io. Don't forget Reset FM. Visit there. Resetforums.com if you want to chat. And did you hear that? That is, if if my life wasn't already interesting and uh, exciting enough, my family has decided that we need a puppy. And we need an eight-week-old puppy and a miniature dachshund. It's the most adorable thing ever, but it is still a puppy. And it takes a lot of time to, uh, you know, rear a puppy. It's like having a baby all over again. But I... I'm holding it because she was entertaining herself really good while I was podcasting. All of a sudden, it's, it's I don't know, missing its litter mates, I guess. It's still a pup. But hey, we are, we are, I say we, I am registered for CES. I got my badge. I got the plane ticket. I don't have the hotel yet, but I will get that, and we will go to CES. And if you make this trek, please let me know. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be fun to meet up out there. I'll probably spend most of my time in the Venetian in that area where the home automation and all the new stuff and exciting stuff is. And I'll get over to the main halls a little bit. But um, just wanted to share that with you that we are going to CES. I look forward to it. I really do. I um, I happen to enjoy that. And I do less and less reporting every year. And I just use it almost as this like geek meetup and I get to meet and uh, talk with old friends, meet new friends. And I really enjoy my time out there. I spend a week and most of the time I have uh, Mrs. Reset comes out and we upgrade my hotel quite a bit and uh, stay at something a little more nice and, uh, and donate some money to the local economy, eat good food and see shows and do all that good stuff. It's a really good time. So if you're coming out to CES, please let me know. I'd love to love to catch up with you and uh, you know maybe do a little segment with you. Let's see. Synology. Did we talk about this last time? Synology has released a mesh router project and a product project, I guess. 
and it's the RT2600AC router, which I own. It is my router. It is operating. I actually have turned that wireless back on so I can connect to it directly when my Eero acts up. And I have ordered the the mini mesh router. That is the MR2200AC. It is a $150 right now. I got it for $140. It is supposed to be here next week. So they keep kind of, you know how Amazon, if there's something, you, you order something and it says, it's not going to be here for another month. Well, they keep moving the, the date up and up and up. So I, I keep getting those emails. It's supposed to be here next week. I'm excited, but I'm, I'm also a little concerned about this thing that I might, it might not fulfill all of my needs completely. I'm, I'm worried about that. So I may, I may do that cable modem move again where I move my cable modem completely up to my main floor and put the router there and then put this somewhere else where I need it. It's just, it, it's, I'm back into that uh, Netgear Orbi routine where I, it's, it's great, but it's two very high-powered units, and I kind of need that smaller mesh unit that I can stick in little areas. I, I don't know why that is so, but uh, that's just how it's been working at my house. But I can't wait to tell you about it, the MR2200AC, and I will try that out for sure. Now, speaking of Amazon, have I ever told you about what I now feel is my best Amazon purchase ever? And this is only $9. $8.90 on Prime. It is a mouse pad. It's, that's it. It is a mouse pad. But it is a big mouse pad. It's, so they call it large desk pad. And the one I have purchased is $8.90. It's 31 and a half inches long. So it's going to cover a very large portion of your desk. And it's 11.8 inches deep. So you can get, you can put things on it. You can put your phone on it. You can get multiple mousing actions going. You can, uh, it's big enough for gamers. I I know gamers like the big ones because I had bought, um, I had bought not a Corsair, but another like gaming mouse pad. It was a Razer. That's what it was. And I really liked it. The Razer was a little thicker. But this one is still pretty nice. $8.90. It's very large and in charge. It is the coolest thing ever. Now, what I found myself doing is when I went over to my review desk, I wanted a nice place to set things, right? So I didn't have to scratch and push around on this old wooden desk that I have. So I kept stealing this. and I was like, how cool would it be to have one even bigger so I went back out to Amazon. They have a bigger one. So think of this. 35 inches long. Seriously. 35 inches long. It's huge. 15.7 inches. Almost 16 inches deep. And it is only $14.99. It, I, seriously. This is the best Amazon purchase ever in my eyes. And they have tons of reviews Four and a half stars. It's a really nice looking mousing surface. It is in the shape. No, it it looks like a, a flat map, a world map. That's what it looks like. 
it's really cool. I'm, I'm, I got my hands on it now. I'm kind of leaning on it now. Now they have other flavors. You can get a black one, just pure black, and it's twelve dollars. You can get another earth-looking surface, a flat map for fifteen bucks, and then they have for thirty dollars. You can do do it yourself. You can send them a picture with your business logo or whatever. I could do a big reset. That'd be kind of cool. And put that on the mouse pad. Really neat looking. So what I'll do is I'll put I'll put the link in the show notes so you can find it on Amazon. And I'll also, if you're just used to going to the forums, resetforums.com, I'll link the show there too. And I'll put that in the show notes. Really cool. I think this is going to go on my gift list. I like to do a small gift list for you for uh, what you do is you make the list of the things that you would like to have and you hand that to hand that to your family. You know, we're not talking I'm not talking putting Maseratis on here and, you know, 85-inch 8K TVs. I'm talking something normal, you know, normal gifts just like this. And these are actually if you have a Noah gamer uh, in your family or something, these are also we're going to make really nice gifts. So we'll do that. We'll do a gift list. And maybe I'm looking for your gift list too. Maybe we should do this out at Reset Forums. And as as long as we're doing that, we always track the Black Friday deals. So there's already stuff going on out there in the forums. I know Scoondoggy has been, uh, he's been our deal tracker over the past, well, I'm going to say decade over the past couple of years. So the ads are starting to be published from the vendors. Amazon's getting into it, Best Buy, Target. Everybody's kind of getting their stuff out early, showing their cards, and we can make plans. And let's talk about those purchases. There will be a post out in the forums, and we can all talk about that. Now, recently, I picked up the Echo Show Generation 2, and I'm happy to say it has found a home. Everyone seems to love it. It sounds so much better. It looks so much better than the Gen 1. And it's that typical Amazon thing that we've talked about. They always release that first generation, and it's the ugliest thing ever. Although the show was, you know, it's it was A-L-E-X-A with a screen. So still, it was pretty cool. But it was boxy, and it had hard corners, and it just it just wasn't pretty. Gen 2 is pretty, so it's found a home. It's in the kitchen. The, stia, the, the CFO has approved. It's really nice. It does so much more, and it's more capable, and it shows you your pictures. If you upload pictures to Amazon, it cycles through those all day long. It cycles through your sports scores and whatnot. It's really, really so Gen 2 has found a home. I hope that Amazon gets that on as uh, as some Black Friday deals. And we'll be able to uh, recommend that for uh, a little cheaper than its uh, its launch price. Now staying with the A word, the A-L-E-X-A. I just need to call her something. What are we going to call? How about Larry or Daryl or something? Larry, uh, you know, something like that. Let's chat some more about um, her DVR and Plex. Because I I think once again, 
Plex is about to get shelved. I know, I know. If you've been following me over the years, like I said last time, I wish I had a dollar for every time I've gotten Plex out thinking it's going to solve my family's problems and uh, ended up not using it. And I think it's going to happen again. I really do because the DVR, I thought by now... I think we've been running this for a couple of months. I thought by now they would they would try to iterate and improve, and I'm just not seeing it. I have not seen a single like issue that we have improved, and I don't have those written down. The big the biggest is of course guide. It's that's killing the family is not being able to flip through a grid guide. So I can I can handle it a little bit, but I must admit, the guide on the Roku is just abysmal. It's horrible. It, it it's absolutely horrible. What was the other problem? Um, oh, I know, I know. Deleting, deleting movies or or shows. So you watch the end of your show, you hit stop, and you there's no like interactions between you and the DVR and every other DVR in the past that we've used asks you well what do you want to do now do you want it replay replay from start start where you left off uh, delete that's the big one delete it's uh it's just not working so like I said we're using the Roku and skipping commercials is also kind of a pain I don't know if I'm doing something wrong but I haven't like found like a 30-second skip. I like to uh, hit the commercials and then just you know do it five times. Bam, 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 bam. And have that inner, just immediate start playing. Well, that doesn't work. So you hit forward and you have to watch the bar click off three to four minutes. And then hit play again. And it buffers 33, 64, 99%. And then it pauses and then it plays and then just hope you're somewhere near where it's going to restart your show skipping commercials is a pain so maybe you can educate me not that I'm going to stay with it much longer but uh, maybe you can educate me on what I'm doing wrong Um, my harmony is also adding to the angst and the pain of the situation I just haven't dug into it what I need to do is delete everything and start over because when we took the media center out the Windows PC media center took that out of the the equation everything went to heck in a handbasket and I tried to remove it and make sure the HDMI and ports and all that stuff was kosher but it's it's just not happening Um, so I need to uh, figure that out I turn on and off the TV with the Harmony remote and then we pick up the uh, we pick up the Roku remote to be honest with you that's that's what we're doing so I'm looking at the Fire TV recast have you looked at this Fire TV recast let me see if I can find this over-the-air DVR, we've talked about this in a past, it, when the the Amazon released all their new devices, $279 for one terabyte hard drive uh, DVR box, four tuners, or you can get two tuners, 500 gig, 75 hours for 229 Now, Amazon has 
been smart not to show any guide data or anything on their menus, which I hope is also not abysmal. But you have to buy the DVR box. You have to have the antenna, of course, which we all have that. And then you also have to have a Fire TV. You can't just um, hook this little box up to your TV. This does nothing but hook up to... It's, it's silicon dust. It's an HD home run. That's what it is. And you get all your OTA. You can record it and then play it back with your Fire TV streaming media player or you can actually do it on your echo show which is kind of neat but i don't see us really doing that this releases next week november 14th and i'm really tempted to jump on board with this device and at least give it a shot i can't imagine amazon not doing a grid guide of some sort. I can't imagine I'm doing anything that Plex is doing right now. Now, the reason I went with Plex is because, well, I'm not going to say free because it does cost money, but I bought the Lifetime subscription many, many, many years ago when, when it was cheap. So I have that, and it's just sitting there doing nothing. So tried it, and it's just not working. Now, the kids are enjoying some of the family movies and, you know, watching themselves as babies, you know, do silly stuff with a bowl of mush. But uh, <laughs> that, that's fun. I'm not going to deny Plex its ability to stream your old content and your movies that you have ripped. It does that in a fine fashion. It's just I need my grid guide and I need some things to be better when I play things back. I need it to be smarter I hate to say Media Center was just almost perfect. It was just almost perfect. It it would frustrate me in some things when shows ended and uh, stopped recording or switched, you know, sports went over, you know, things like that, but it was it was a pretty good solution and I know people were having trouble with the guide and getting data and mine just died. So my computer died. And I have not dug into it to get it back up. So let me know if you are looking at the Amazon DVR. I would like, maybe we could, if I don't get it and you get it, maybe we could talk about it. Or at least we could chat in the reset forums about that. Okay, last, it's a short podcast again. The Pixel 3 XL. I ordered the Pixel 3 XL. I ordered the charging stand. And much... Like last year, I had little, little nagging issues with it. Last year was recording video and it was just, uh, the audio was bad and there was a couple of little nagging issues last year and I turned my Pixel 2 XL in and I got the Pixel 2, the little one. Ginormous chin, ginormous bezels, it looks uh, it's it looks old, right? The Pixel Two, it, it's aging. The Pixel Three, of course, had that ginormous. It didn't have a big chin, but it did have a big notch. The chin was minimal compared to the speaker that it did provide you, and that's why they say they have a big notch because they have a big speaker. I didn't mind the notch. I didn't mind it at all. But I did mind some of the nagging issues that I had with it. 
I it I started out with some speaker problems. Uh, vibrations were a big issue. I could stick. I could start a podcast and stick it in my back pocket, and it would literally make you jump every once in a while. If like I'm listening to the Verge cast and Neli's talking or something, and it's just like, whoa, Neli, hello, you know, because it's vibrating your butt. It literally is. It vibrates. So it was, uh, that's just too weird. And I don't want people to vibrate my butt. So uh, jacket pocket it is now since it's winter. There were other little things with this um, that made me reconsider. Mostly because I feel that the little things shouldn't be there on a device that costs so much money. The charging stand was also uh, 80 bucks, right? $79.99. I love the charging stand. Um, one problem, back when I had the Nexus, was it the 6? Ginormous phone. Huge phone. The Nexus 6. I could stick it in my Suburban uh, charging wireless charging pad and it would charge. Now, it wouldn't fit. It would, I would kind of lay there askew, but it would charge. Uh, the Pixel 3 XL would not so I was a little disappointing in that, disappointed in that. Although that's not a deal breaker for sure, because um, the battery did last a very, very long time. I was very happy with that battery. I decided to turn it back in. I don't feel that. Um, I don't feel bad in that because I don't feel like it was honestly a complete project just yet. I think it needed another cycle of um, of software, a little bit more maintenance. And maybe it needs a, a hardware revision. I, I, I don't know. And so that I think I will either pick it up later. I would like to take something with a bigger battery to CES. Because my Pixel 2, if I don't charge it, uh, it runs out. I am really stressing that battery right now. So I'm considering jumping back on the Pixel 3 XL or maybe... Just maybe. I went to look at the OnePlus 6T. And it was a really nice phone. It was a really nice phone. It was at T-Mobile. And you can buy it in a T-Mobile store. But I probably would not do so. Because it's locked to T-Mobile. It's got uh, T-Mobile splash screens. It has apps that you can't remove. I would probably end up buying the unlocked version straight from uh, OnePlus and just sell the... Uh, I can get the same amount of trade-in with my uh, Pixel 2 as I can get from T-Mobile as I could third-party. So I just sell that and um, roll on down the roll on down the road. I, I like the um, I like the OnePlus. It's not as it's not a good as phone as a Pixel 3 XL. It's not a good as camera. But it's also $300, $400 cheaper. You know what I'm saying? So I was honestly thinking about moving over to T-Mobile and going on their, um, one of their military plans. Their military veterans plans uh, start at, is it, it's either 55 or 45 for the first plan. And let me just, T-Mobile Military. Sorry. So the the first plan starts 
<clears throat> at 55. Okay, that's 20% off of their first line. The second line starts at $25 a month. Now, this is tax taxes and fees included. Lines three through six are only $10 a month. And this is all unlimited. It also includes texting and data abroad in 210 countries. A two-screen subscription to Netflix. Mobile hotspot data is included. It's at 3G speeds, but hey, it's there. In-flight texting and one hour of data on all GoGo-enabled flights. Unlimited Mexico-Canada. And unlimited talk, text, and data. Unlimited. It may be time for me to jump from Google Fi. And Google Fi has officially been changed from Project Fi, quote-unquote, to Google Fi. It's no longer a project. Now, Google Fi is awesome. Don't get me wrong. This has been a great service. I have been on it since very, very early days. And I've transitioned many phones in and out of this project, and it has been fantastic for me. I just find myself using more data. I think since these kids are getting older and I'm doing more, you know, parents taking the kids somewhere to swim practice or football practice in the middle of nowhere, that I'm not be able to find Wi-Fi. So I'm using a lot more data, and I'm paying just as much as I would if I moved over to T-Mobile. And I'm getting most of the same benefits. Now, one benefit that is going to bother me is I'm not going to be able to get free SIM cards. Free SIM cards in the fact that in on Fi, you can just ask for a SIM card. They'll give it to you for free. You put it in your tablet as a data SIM card, and it just uses your plan's data. That's it. You don't have to do anything else. You don't get a phone number. You don't have to worry about taxes or any kind of crazy, nothing else on your bill. It's just your data. And that is super. So I carry uh, an extra phone. I carry an iPhone 6 Plus. I use that with drones. I use it as uh, a camera. I use it as a video camera, as time-lapse camera. And it's nice to have data with that. It's really super duper nice. I don't use a lot, but it really is nice to have that. And I would probably end up doing that with these extra lines. So on my plan at T-Mobile, you can get six lines. I would probably use two of those. That'd be the 55 and a and a $10. I'll pay $10 a month to have unlimited data on a secondary device like a tablet, right? But this is also going to come pretty handy to the family. 55, 25, and then 10. 55 for line 1, 25 for line 2. Lines 3 through 6 are $10 each. If you go to 7 lines, that 7th line is $20. So it just jumps up a little bit. This is really nice. Now this is also, I, I said it early, but this is the military plan. It's, for, it's a veteran plan. So if you have someone in your family that's a veteran, man, Take a look at this and, and see. It's T-Mobile. I've never been on there, but I'm literally kind of on T-Mobile with Project Fi, right? It's, it splits between T-Mobile, Sprint, and U.S. Cellular. So I'm kind of there already. So I might as well just jump over and do this unlimited data. Just get it over with. And I'm thinking this is going to come in handy 
for CES because I tend to really go over my data plan when I go to Vegas. Okay, that's it this week. Um, Thanks for hanging out with me on Reset. It's been really weird in Indiana. I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to give you too much information, but there's been a lot of odd things happening in this world that are just, some of it is just beyond our control, right? It's just literally beyond our control. Um, Accidents with buses and kids and schools and teachers and, and, you know, I, we don't get, we don't get political on this show, but, uh, violence and uh, just a lot of unneeded stuff. And a lot of it hit really close to, uh, in this Hoosier state. And I've been woefully preoccupied, woefully preoccupied. And that's kind of what comes first. And I, I encourage you to put that first in your life as well. Family, friends, work, team, God is in there somewhere, and then uh, probably pretty close to the top, and uh, and and then, and then podcasts. Right? We we should get our priorities in check. So I I thank you for hanging out with me. If you want to participate in Patreon, honestly, Patreon keeps this thing afloat. I'm telling you right now. I'm so appreciative of my patrons, and I literally do not give them enough. I uh, and I know that I I need to give more of my time to them. And, but I, not, not a day goes by that I don't think about Patreon and those folks that contribute to that uh, service. Patreon.com slash David McCabe. This has been Reset 53. I'm going to try to get you more. I've got all kinds of cool ideas leading up to CES. I'm going to get you some more content and we're going to have a blast rolling through Thanksgiving, rolling up to Christmas. I hope you're staying warm. I hope it's not snowing already where you're at. And uh, I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. This has been Reset. It can be found at reset.fm or over on YouTube at youtube.com slash David McCabe. Follow on Twitter at McCabe.io and you can discuss this episode and more on Reset Forums. Resetforums.com Intro and outro music is by Daryl Lee. Find it at soundcloud.com Daryl Music. That's D-E-R-L-E-E Music. Support of this podcast can be done at Patreon, patreon.com slash David McCabe. There's also some shopping links at resetforums.com if you want to use those. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you next week on Reset.